Welcome to another episode of the Business Samurai Podcast, the podcast about business and pop culture, and also a companion podcast to the Business Samurai webcomic. My name is Ramon Cuenca, CFA. I'm the creator of Business Samurai. And today we're going to talk about something I've been wanting to talk about for a while, which is big tech and inequality. And I, I think I've talked about it a little bit before. I, I, I do remember in, earlier in this podcast, like way in the beginning, I I did an episode where I did talk about how regulation hasn't caught up to um, sort of how monopolies now, at least in the U.S., are created. They're technology monopolies. So your Amazons, your Facebooks, your Googles, Apple, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I wanted to revisit this theme again because it's just been so in the news recently in the past few months. Uh, and I, I've been wanting to do, t- do this for a while, but you know, other topics were sort of in priority, but uh, um, I wanted to revisit this topic again because recently it's all it's all been in the news. I mean, in the past few months in the U.S., for example, you have all these uh, antitrust hearings against the big tech companies. Uh, there was one against Facebook, for example, that concluded with a win for Facebook, basically. But then you have things like, um, you know... Um, Biden appointing Lena Khan, we'll talk about later on, uh, as a new uh, head of the Federal Trade Commission, and you have things like the recently the 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 strange uh, one week apart uh, um, commercial space flights uh, for uh, for billionaires. Like so, yeah. I just figured there'd be a lot to unpack here, so we're gonna do this. Yeah, so I'm sure as many of you realize or know that, I mean, during the pandemic, a lot of people have lost their jobs or they've suffered or they're, you know, stuck with medical bills or they're in the very worst case, they've passed away. Uh, and during this time when everyone's under, been under lockdown or, or you know, the broader economy is taking a hit, not just in the U.S., but worldwide, um, these these tech uh some of these tech uh CEOs just got richer and richer obviously uh the situation had uh everyone staying indoors has played to their advantage because the whole point of tech is to you know get more things done uh by doing less so when you're in the house you're not really doing anything you're not really have to go anywhere but you can get more done because of computers and software and you know etc cetera, etc cetera. So it, it plays into these uh, these tech uh, companies' uh, strengths. So, I mean, obviously, and surprisingly, I mean, whether it's deserved or not, it's fueled a lot of popular anger towards them. So going with the, the momentum into 2021, uh, Biden was, Biden won, Joe Biden won the presidency, and now he's a, uh, he's appointed a, a woman named uh, Lena Khan, who's, who's young, uh, a recent uh, graduate of Yale Law School. Like a few years ago, she did a paper on a, I don't know if it's a paper, it's a dissertation. I'm not sure what the right word is. Uh, she did something on on why Amazon or how it needs to be regulated because it's it's a it's a new kind of monopoly, and it went viral. So now she's uh, now she's now she's head of the Federal Trade Commission. So that's that's quite a cushy uh, post grad uh, postgraduate job. So good for her. Um. So that's all happening now. Uh, obviously, the, the first four raids haven't been successful for the government. Uh, um, 
in uh, June 30th, the results of the lawsuit uh, that the government was bringing against Facebook weren't, weren't, were basically thrown out. Uh, I'm going to uh, quote some, uh, some statements from the Financial Times and then their article, uh, Facebook ruling sparked bipartisan calls for U.S. competition law change. Okay, so um, apparently uh, the judge, James Boisberg, said that the, the Federal Trade Commission's lawsuit against, the, against Facebook, because Facebook, is a, according to them, is a monopoly, uh, was legally insufficient and um, the lawsuit had failed to, pl to plead enough facts to plausibly establish that Facebook had monopoly power over the social networking market. What, and this is, the, what, uh, oh, this is part of what the judge ruled. Whatever it may mean to the public, monopoly power is a term of art under federal law with a precise economic meaning. The power to profitably raise prices or exclude competition in a properly defined market. Right, so... The thing is that, and, and uh, I think I've mentioned this before, is that what a lot of critics say is that these these monopoly definitions like are so outdated. They're from the seventies, basically, and they, they don't take they haven't taken into account like these new kinds of monopolies. So maybe Facebook isn't really raising prices for anybody, or I mean that could be argued, you know, because they they, they make things for advertisers harder, um, or, or but do they exclude competition? So. I mean, you can also argue that they do because of network effects. It's very hard to compete against Facebook, especially since, since they've bought all these. Uh, all you know, they bought Instagram, they bought WhatsApp. But then again, that was something that the Federal Trade Commission approved uh, back in the Obama years. So, I mean, I, I'm gonna sound. I'm going on a tangent here now, but I feel like I'm putting my tinfoil hat on conspiracy theory. I mean, it, it is well known that uh, you know uh, tech. Uh, the big tech companies did uh, help. Uh, I mean, uh, the Obama campaign did use tech to really help them get elected, and and there was a revolving door between what the White House and uh, big tech during those years. Um, so, uh, where was I going with this? Um, so I wonder if um, if it wasn't. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, during the time during those Obama years, FTC did allow these acquisitions of WhatsApp and uh, Instagram uh, by Facebook. So just kind of putting two together and just, I'm just, and then this is just a, I'm not saying this is true at all, but like it, it would, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if uh, politics back then were favorable towards, uh, towards Facebook acquiring these, uh, you know, Instagram and WhatsApp. Again, I'm just speculating who really knows what's going on, but you know, the timing seemed right, right at, at the time during the Obama years. So there's that, okay? Uh, so, uh, the, the former, uh, following the, the, uh, loss of the, the FTC, um, lawsuit being thrown out on June 30 against Facebook, uh, the former FTC chair, uh, William Kovacic, uh, was quoted as saying that the Facebook's power is obvious and yet we have a judge here getting into arcane details of what makes up the market. See, uh, it will be held up as the precise example of why we need to change the law. So this, this example he's referring to is the is the fact that uh, the lawsuit against Facebook in June th uh, end of June this year, of this year failed. So there's that. Um, 
So yeah, I mean, I mean, Lena Khan and FTC have their work cut out for them. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long, um, long battle. It's going to take years, I think. That's what some people are saying. I, I also, I think I mentioned before that the uh, I remember reading from the Wall Street Journal that the two biggest spenders on law, cor- on corporate lobbying are are Facebook and Amazon. So there's that. There's that as well. I think it was Facebook and Amazon, but it was it was like a two big two two of the big tech companies, right? It's also mentioning that this this whole uh, rancor against uh, big tech. It's, it's they've kind of they're kind of using it against each other as well. Uh, you know, we have the Apple versus Epic Games lawsuit. Uh, basically, uh, Epic saying that uh, Epic Games, the makers of Fortnite, uh, they're saying that the the cut that uh, Apple gets on its um, on its uh, on the iTunes store is too much. So that's you know ongoing. Um, then you have things like Apple getting rid of uh, uh, Apple in its new iOS uh, operating system for for its smartphones. Uh, they're allowing uh, users to opt out of advertising, so that that kind of hits Google, that, that kind of hits Facebook, right? Uh, because their whole business is you know tracking people and serving ads to them. So there's that, and. I think I remember reading. I don't know if it was Facebook or Amazon or Microsoft, or but they were like they were like big tech guys who were backing up uh, Epic Games too because it did, you know they're it's kind of like proxy warfare against Apple. I remember reading that somewhere. I, I don't have a quote for that, so don't don't quote me on that. But uh, I remember reading that somewhere. So a lot of things happening. You know, this is just I think it's just inevitable when when within a sector, you know, you have, you have a few a few um, really big companies and they're you know. They have like most of the market share, and now they're fighting to the for market share. So you have the government getting involved too, so it's inevitable, right? And you know, I, I myself, okay. So w- w- we might wonder what my thoughts are about this. And uh, well, two things. Uh, so there's a really good uh, episode uh, on the YouTube YouTube channel, uh, Cold Fusion. Look it up. It's about uh, why everyone hates Jeff Bezos. So that came out maybe like last week, but you know. And they were talking about why everyone hates Jeff Bezos, and also like they also actually uh, referred to a, an article by ProPublica saying showing how much uh, these billionaires really pay in taxes. I mean, relative as a percentage of, the, of their net worth, of their net worth, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, it's not a lot. So you can check that out. But uh, the Cold Fusion, this video by Cold Fusion, uh, did say like there's you know there's one end where like you know make the so there's one end of the argument where it's like you know make them pay they gotta you know they're they gotta pay their fair fair share and uh everyone um you know they they have to support you know they have to pay their, they have to pay more especially if it's not because so many people are suffering yeah and I generally agree with that um as far as uh paying their fair share on, on the other hand it's like why are you punishing success I mean these people worked hard they took risks. You know uh, why? Why can't they enjoy the the fruits of their hard work? So I mean, I I'm also kind of partial to that too because I myself am an I'm an entrepreneur and I'm doing my whole software thing, which is coming out soon in a few months. And uh, obviously, I have uh, big goals and ambitions. Not all of them uh, financial or monetary, but some of them are. So I can see that as well. So then there's also like a middle path, maybe something reasonable. I mean, you want to, you know, you you, you want to help people who are less well off and less fortunate than you are but you don't want to punish success so there's that you know and i think you know it's hard to market nuance <laughs> so 
It's, it's that's the hard part is finding a balance, striking a balance between these extremes. And this is why the internet, you know, it's it, it it's not always a, a a force for social good because it's hard to, you know, normally the loudest voices are heard and they're not normally the nuanced voices. Right, easier to make things black and white. Although I, I will say though that I, I think really people need to be helped. I mean, this is this pandemic is just it's so many people are suffering. So I really do agree with that. And you know, if it has to be that billionaires have to pay more, then they have to pay more. So all right. Uh, on a separate note, so those are my thoughts on it. Those are my quick thoughts on it on the whole big tech billionaire thing. I mean, I'll, one more thing too. Um, Regarding the whole like rocket ship, you know, spaceship consumer flight thing, like, like honestly, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously, they want to do that for. I mean, who knows what it's like when you're that rich? You know, you, maybe you're surrounded by all these yes people. Who knows? Maybe it warps your mind, like, like you know, like, like Hollywood actors, for example. Who knows? Uh, but I, I certainly wouldn't have spent my money on a, on a space shuttle flight. I, I, I feel like if you, if you, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not a billionaire. Who knows what it's like when you're when you're in that position? But I mean, I would put some of that money to work on that, you know, for social causes to help to help people, especially because, you know, so many people in this world are suffering. So I would do that, but that's just my opinion. But and that's just me, Ramon Cuenca, as a as a startup startup entrepreneur and content creator, not as a successful billionaire. So yeah. Um, uh, one last thought. It's it you know like, I mean, I I I am partially dismayed about about the the court ruling that's that was in Facebook's favor, but at the same time, this is the sort of a it, it shows that there truly is a separation of powers between the government the branches of government. So, uh, one part of the government, the you know the Supreme Court, I, I think it's went to the Supreme Court. I'm not sure, but. Uh, the ju- the judicial system actually blocked like the you know this federal trade commission so these different parts of government so you know this balance of power between different forms of government in the U.S. you know it 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 works out because you don't want like one group of people controlling everything in the government I mean I mean I mean it could be good it could be bad right there I mean that's that's democracy it's very messy and you have to hope that things work out in the end over the long run. The problem is it's a very long run and you're competing with other countries that aren't necessarily like a full democracy, which brings me to China. So uh, China's like the exact opposite. Like they've been going, I mean, if you've been following the news recently with China, they've been sort of going on this thing about, a, you know, bringing down a, people who are too successful in, in, tech, in, a, in business. I mean, I mean, quote unquote bringing down, you could say that they're making them really pay their, their fair share. I mean, uh, you know, Jack Ma wasn't seen for a while. Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba, probably the the most successful mainland uh, Chinese uh, entrepreneur, he disappeared for a while. No one saw him, and uh, he's kind of kind of keeping a low profile now. And uh, I was just reading about how they how the um, China is uh, cracking down on uh, on its big educational technology or or ed tech for short uh, company. So there's that, and there was a whole thing about a. Uh, TikTok, um, but when they're trying to listen in the, in the U.S., so they, I think they're, I haven't, I haven't gone into it recently, but the China's giving them a hard time about listening in the U.S., uh, something about uh, data or privacy. I'm not sure exactly. I haven't really been following it, but the point is, the Chinese government, you know, if it's if the power is centralized, they can kind of just go over who go after whoever they want, 
I mean, theoretically, that could be good in the U.S. situation. Like, if you if you feel that, uh, uh, you know, Western billionaires have just come up with too much. But then again, like, if you if it, I mean, the, the whole the, the the Chinese model where it's a one party state and you know it's just one they can go after whoever they want. I mean, it's that's good and it's bad, isn't it? Right. So, oh, the the, the it's so hard to organize human society. All, the, all these trade offs. I'm you know the, taking talking from a very very high level like. And that's something again that I, I think more everyone should be more cognizant of. You know, every every citizen citizen in this world, which is part of my advocacy for business samurai, of course. So, yeah. Anyways, I'll keep watching this space, and if any any other comments I want to say, I'll say them in future uh, in future podcast episodes. In the meantime, please read the business samurai webcomic. I have a new episode out. Uh, so we're finally hitting the the end stage of this uh, mini story arc about marketing cold brew. Uh, you know the two sides, the two teams are giving their pitches to the final customer to Sato San. So we have the first pitch here on a uh, Sid's cold brew. Um, there's a uh, cold brew, cold brew based on uh, coffee beans uh, made uh, from uh, digested by the the humble house cat. Now called Maneki Neko, so check that out. Yeah, and we'll see how that goes. Will, will Sid or Iris win, or am I? Pro um, so we'll see what happens there, and we'll see who wins out in the end. So, the nail biting conclusion. Please do check it out. Uh, so the links for the there's a samurai web comic are in the description. Um, yeah, and so again, if you like this podcast as usual, please subscribe, please share. Please do read the Business Samurai uh, webcomic, the manga. The, it's a manga about business strategy. Uh, links are in the description. Uh, if you like it, please subscribe directly on the platform on Webtoon. So, yeah. And again, if you like what I'm doing, please stick around um, in general. Um, I'm coming up with a software product soon, so that should be, be exciting. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And yeah, again, continue listening, continue consuming content, and uh, please share. Uh, thank you so much, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.